we will understand it. All right, have your Bibles, turn with me to Hebrews, the sixth chapter. Let's all stand as we honor God's word by standing. Hebrews, the sixth chapter, and I'm going to read two of the most complicated verses of this pastor, I mean of of this uh, passage, of this chapter. The seventh verse says, For the earth which drinketh in the rain that cometh, (coughs) cometh oft upon it, and bringeth forth herbs, meat for them by whom it is dressed, receiveth blessings from God. But that which beareth thorns and briars is rejected, and is nigh unto cursing, whose end is to be burned. Again, Father, we're so wonderfully blessed, and we're thankful for your word, Lord. And, and we know, as, as, as I teach it, Lord, I, it's, sometimes it's hard to get a, a good understanding of what's, what's uh, some of them are talking about. But, but Lord, I'm thankful that you do uh, give us a message and that you've given me one here today that I pray will bless these folks. Lord, take care of us. For it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you. you may be seated. Uh, I've titled this message this tonight as Knowledge. Just plain knowledge. You know, I, I had to pray a lot over this, had to pray a lot, had to study a lot, and and to, to come up and what, what was the Lord referring to here when he was talking about the earth uh, uh, drinking up the rain that falls on it and, and he talks about uh, uh, the, the herbs that it brings forth for, uh, and it talks about those that will dress it up and 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 this earth receiveth blessings from God, but he goes on to say, "But that which beareth thorns and briars is rejected, and is nigh unto cursing, whose end is to be burned." Now, this is not an earth lesson. This this I've come to conclusion that he's talking about uh, common knowledge and spiritual knowledge talking about the understanding if you read the rest of the chapter you'll you'll find that you're pretty sure that that's what he's talking about because he says here in the ninth verse but beloved we are persuaded better things of you and things that accompany salvation though we thus speak so he, he's talking about uh uh, the common knowledge that's in the earth today, and 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 as we as we further progress in this message, I think you'll better understand. Now, last week we spoke of the impossibility of Christ coming back to die again for one who has lost his salvation. Now, this this is not getting off the subject. Uh, uh, this v- chapter six, verse six, is not getting off of the subject of what we talked about last week. Simply, this is uh, this is where that these Jews had gone. They had turned to common knowledge. They had turned to carnal knowledge, and and they began to worship some of the things of the earth, and rather than worshiping the Lord, and they had fallen in with a lot of the Gentiles who had pagan worship and and such as this, and 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 he talks about just how easy. It is that we have a common knowledge of what takes place on this earth. Now, we, we, last week we, 
As we said last week, we preached about the impossibility of Christ coming back to die again for, for one who has lost his salvation. We realize that God will not permit that. He, he won't permit us one to lose his salvation. He also, uh, we saw that Christ came once in the end to put away sin for his elect children. Now, if you look at this from a spiritual standpoint, verses uh, 6 and 7, from a spirit, I mean verses 7 and 8, from a spiritual standpoint, you'll find that he's talking about man on the earth. He's talking about the very same things. The earth goes through the same things that we as his children go through every day as far as common knowledge is concerned. Now, this week we're comparing the, car- the carnal knowledge of the earth in contrast to one who has spiritual knowledge. Now, there's one thing for sure, all of us, and, and we'll get this, we'll, I want to get this in before I get started, get too far. All of us have common knowledge. I, I, I know some people say, well, some people don't have common sense. <clears throat> as Brother Dr. Roscoe Brong always said, there's no such thing as common sense. Uh, he said, he said, man learns everything that, that he, he, he talks, that he speaks about, and just because a man doesn't know what to do next or come in out of the rain doesn't mean that he don't, he doesn't have any common sense. It just means that he chooses to stay in the rain. But, but at any rate, uh, here he says, he, he gives us an illustration of earthly knowledge. He says, for the earth, which drinketh in the rain, that is, when the rain comes down, that cometh off upon it, and bringeth forth herbs, meat for, for them by whom it is dressed, receiveth blessings from God. Now, God does, and I want to reiterate this, God does provide for the earth and its humans. God will never, God will never let, God will never let down, you know, you take, you take a little dog, that little old dog we got, you know, she'll, Rhonda will give her a treat or something. She'll take it out in the yard and bury it, and she'll go back a week later right straight to that same spot, and she'll dig up that, that, her, that, that, and she'll eat it. You know, she, she don't forget where, she don't forget where she buried it. That's just natural. That's just a natural sense of a, of, of an animal. And, and, and we have the natural sense of the earth. And that is that when it rains, we know where the water goes. We, we know that it puddles up and where it goes. Uh, there are very few of the earth who doesn't understand from where the rain comes and to where it goes when it falls and puddles up on the earth. We realize that, you know, it, uh, the sun dries some of it up, the earth soaks some of it up, and, and it leaves. We understand those things. But, but when it comes to spiritual knowledge, there's a lot of things that we don't understand and we'll never understand them unless God teaches us them and opens our, our minds and our understanding to, to, to the spiritual knowledge of things. Earthly, unregenerated, and carnal professors all understand earthly things. You know, it doesn't make any difference if you walk the church aisle uh, uh, 25 times or if, you, if you've been baptized 100 times or or if you've if you've read all the way through the Bible as I as I see some are doing now, reading from all the way from Genesis all the way through to Revelations, 
it doesn't make any difference if you do that. You don't learn any more about the earth than you already know. You, you know, we, we don't learn anything about the earth. I heard uh, Neil and them talking about the uh, orange trees and things like that, you know. Uh, on, on, we, don't, we don't learn any more about it by reading the Bible. The Bible doesn't give any indication as to how to raise an orange tree, how to bring it up, what to do to it. Uh, the Bible doesn't give any indication as to uh, uh, how that you plant a garden and what you do. The Bible gives no indication of those things because man has grows up with a common knowledge of those things and, and a common understanding of those things. It's when it gets into the spiritual world that men don't understand. And men don't understand why that God would take, uh, I learned this, man don't understand why God would take the rain coming down on the earth and, and what grows on the earth, the thorns and the briars, to, to explain to us what a sinner, what a sinner goes through, what a sinner has, what a sinner has in this world. You know, a, a sinner, a, a sinner is, is, uh, he's among the thorns and the briars. You know, he doesn't know which way to go. I don't, I don't know how many of you ever went blackberry picking, but, but, uh, mom used to give me and my brother a bucket and she sent us out on the railroad bank. Uh, we, we live near a railroad and she sent us out on a railroad bank. There was a lot of, uh, blackberry briars there. And I want to tell you, folks, you'd be cut all to pieces by the time you get a bucket of blackberries. And uh, so that's that's one thing we understand. There's one thing I understood as a boy, blackberries have thorns. I understand as a boy that roses have thorns. And I never, I never could understand. I can understand why blackberries have thorns, but I never could understand why a rose had thorns. It's such a beautiful thing. But the thing is, we, we understand those things. Unregenerated men, even carnal professors, all understand earthly things. They also understand the curse of which God cursed the earth. Now, you've got to realize this. God cursed. Turn with me to Genesis, the third chapter, if you would, for just a moment. I want to read to you some, some stuff there in Genesis, the third chapter. And uh, I want to read to you. Uh, verses 17 through 19, he says there, he says, and unto Adam, and this is what he says here. Now, we wonder why we do understand these things. And unto Adam, he says, because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife and has eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for thy sake. In sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. Thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. So, you know, God told Adam, said, because I'm going to curse the earth, that you're going to have to live off of it. You're going to have to, you're going to have to plant your, plant your crop of, uh, amongst the thorns and the thistles, because they're going to be there. You know, as one doesn't need much knowledge to understand the curse of the earth. Humans, saved and unsaved alike, spend millions of dollars to try and get rid of the weeds. You know, we don't understand weeds. Uh, weeds will come up right among uh, everything, and uh, and sometimes it will just about destroy everything. I, 
I remember when we used to pick bluegrass seed uh, and uh, they, we harvest bluegrass seed. First thing we had to do, though, is when in the spring of the year, when the grass started coming up, we had what we called a, a, a hose out there that, that we, we would take out. I remember the, they were so big that I could hardly carry one of them. But Dad would send us out across the field, and every briar, every thorn, everything we saw, we would have to take that hoe and, and dig it up. And uh, that's so that it won't get mixed in with the seed that we were going to harvest later on when the seed came on. But, uh, you know, we, uh, we understand the curse of the earth. We understand why these things happen. It is the curse God put on the earth is understood by both saved and unsaved. You know, you, you, we, we don't understand sometimes why things turn out the way they do. We put out a garden. I heard Neil say he put out some trees and the, and, and the deer ate the top of them out. Put out a garden and the deer lead it up. Uh, put, and you, you wonder, well, why does God make a deer? You know, you know, I've often wondered, I've seen some pretty big, uh, 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 some pretty big rattlesnakes and, I just wonder, why did God make a rattlesnake? You know, I mean, we have to get out this time of year. You have to watch for them because they, they run this time of year looking for a place to, to, to take up the winter. And so uh, we, 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 we understand those things. Now, in Genesis 2, if you turn back there, in Genesis 2, the 16th verse says, And the Lord God commanded the man saying of every, now here we go, he says, of every tree of the garden thou mayest eat freely, freely eat, but of the tree of knowledge, there we go, but of the tree of knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it, for in the day that thou shalt, thou eat, in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Now, now God even, God even used a tree in in the Old Testament to teach Adam and Eve what it meant to have knowledge, what it meant to understand, what it meant to understand things. And uh, Eve knew what God said. Eve knew that God warned them not to eat of that tree in the, in the center of the garden, that, that tree of knowledge in the center of the garden. But yet she let Satan talk her in to eating of that tree. And there, that, that started everything. That started the whole thing because, because Eve was deceived and ate of that tree and because Adam ate of, ate, ate of the fruit of that tree with his eyes wide open, then that just started everything. That, that, that's what gives us trouble today. You know, we're, we're, we're in election right now and, and, and these things bring, what's, if we get a, a new president, what's he going to do? How's he going to act? What's he going to be? What's he going to, what's he going to put on us? What, what are we going to do? Well, that's because Adam ate of that tree that, that was in the middle of the garden. God put a curse on every one of us. Everyone that is born after Adam had a curse on them. And that curse was sin. That curse was sin. That curse was sin that was, that was put up on each and every one of us, both saved and unsaved, enjoy the fruit of a fruit-bearing tree. Just remember, 
it was the fruit of the scent of the scent of the I'm sorry, it was a fruit of a certain tree in the Garden of Eden, which was used by Satan to deceive Eve and Adam to take the fruit of the tree of knowledge and eat that which caused God to curse the earth. Their eyes were open. As soon as soon as you know, let me tell you folks, sin will open your eyes. It'll open your eyes wide. You know, when I was a boy growing up, uh, uh, there's a lot of things I didn't understand. When when I got when I when I went to school, I'd I'd hear the older boys talking about things. I didn't know what they were talking about. I didn't know what I didn't know and I didn't understand all of these things. I didn't understand some of the things that takes place in the world. I didn't understand some of the things that people do. I mean, I I was taught uh, with with a tobacco stick. I was taught you you didn't tell lies. You, you didn't you didn't you didn't go and do things that you shouldn't do, but then I as I grew as I grew older I saw people doing things they shouldn't be doing, and, and it wasn't long until I was right in there with them doing the things that shouldn't be done. You, you see that's that's what Paul is referring to here of these Jews. He said you have copied those that you live with. You've copied some of the things they've done. They, yeah, they have an understanding of these things, and, and but but you have copied them, and, and you know even in that day, they worship trees, and still even in this day, they worship trees. Now let me tell you, folks, this is uh, this is what he's referring to here. And the great apostle Paul spoke of the earth and those on it as ever learning. And never able to come to the truth. Oh, we learn a lot. We go to school, we learn a lot. We, we get, uh, uh, it's like a fella that comes in here in the mornings and, and drinks coffee with me for a little while. Uh, he, he, he started to use my coffee machine back there and I was telling him how to use it. He said, I've got two degrees. And he said, I know how to use a coffee machine. I said, well, I just thought I'd tell you because you didn't look like you knew what you're doing. But, but at any rate, uh, at any rate, uh, you know, Paul said they're ever learning but never able to come to the truth. Ever learning but never able to come to the truth in 2 Timothy 3, 7. Yes, men have a lot of knowledge in these last days, but they really do snarl at the truth of the word. You know why they snarl at truth of the word? Because truth of the word is too simple for them. It's too simple for them. Believe upon the Lord Jesus Christ. That's too simple. Oh, I would rather go to a Catholic church where I have to go through all of this, all the catechism and everything that's taught me. I have to go through it, have to show it and everything like that. I want to go through all those things. And thereby, as a result of it, I'm, I'm learning and, and I'm, I feel like I'm doing something in order that God would recognize me and, and would, would save my, save me. That, that's what, in essence, that's what they're saying. You know, but, but when we, when we come along with the truth of the word, truth of the word is believe upon the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. And, and once you, you know, once you, uh, uh, I, I like to put it like this. On that side, on the other side of that door there, is uh, 
Uh, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, and through it believeth in him shall have eternal life. That's on the other side of the door. But on this side of the door, when you look back, it's, it teaches you that you were chosen in Christ before the foundation of the world. That's the reason you believe. You know, but men don't like that. That's too simple. That's too simple for men. Uh, Solomon spoke of Christ coming to the earth in the last days in the simplest terms. He spoke of Christ coming. He said, he shall come down like rain upon mown grass as showers that water the earth. Talking about the Lord Jesus Christ when he comes back. He said, he shall come down like rain upon mown grass as showers that water the earth. Psalm 72, 6. That's, that's the only psalm that Solomon wrote. Psalm 72, 6. Said it was Hosea who said, Then shall we know, then shall we know if we follow on to know the Lord. We'll, we'll, we'll know what the Lord's about if we follow to know the Lord. We'll know. The Lord will teach us. He'll teach us those spiritual things that we that only only God can teach us. You can't learn no spiritual thing. Oh, you can learn the jargon, you can learn the words, but you're not learning the spiritual thing, the thing that bless you and bless your heart and and, and cause you to be blessed. He said, Then shall we know if we follow on to know the Lord, his going forth is prepared, and I, I put in parentheses here beforehand, is prepared as a morning, and just this like God prepares a morning for us. You know, he prepared a, he Jesus prepared a morning someday that we're going to wake up to that wonderful morning in glory. And some someday Someday we're going to be able to be with the Lord, and someday we're going to we're going to worship the Lord day and night forever and ever, day and night forever and ever. You'll say, "Well, what about nighttime?" Well, not going to be any night. There's not going to be any night in heaven. It's going to be all daytime, all sunshine. It's going to be all those things. And that's what that's what uh, he's referring to here. Hosea is referring to here. He says he says. Uh, um, then shall we know, if we follow on to know the Lord, his going forth is prepared, and I put beforehand as a morning, and he shall come unto us as the rain, as the latter and former rain, unto the earth. That has great meaning. That has great spiritual meaning right there, the latter rain and, and, and the uh, former rain. You know, the former rain was when God created the earth. The latter rain is when Christ came down to the earth and made himself known. As, as John says in there, he says that we know the Father because we knew him. You know, he, he revealed to us God. You know, you, you didn't know anything about God. I, I, I heard the word God when I was little growing up. I heard more of the word Jesus and, and the mother of Jesus. Because my mother would give us a lesson on those pictures she had hanging there. But, uh, but, but let me tell you folks, uh, God gives us lessons every day as, as we, as we go through this world. The contrast of carnal knowledge is compared to spiritual knowledge by seeing things here on the earth. The things that we see on the earth, you know, and, and we realize that you know, that we grew up 
as, as one preacher said several years ago, many years ago, he came and preached at church I was pastoring many years ago, and, and he said, just as a twig grows, so goes the tree. And what, what example was he using? He was ex using an example of one who is, grows up in the world. You know, if, if one grows up in the world and he's bent towards sinning, he is bent towards sinning, he's going to go and sin. And that's what he was referring to. As, as, so, so, as a twig comes up, so grows the tree. If a twig comes up and busts, so grows the tree. If a twig comes up outside the ground, so grows the tree. The tree will grow. You know, I've seen trees grow straight out of mountains. Big trees be sticking out over, over the cliff because they grow, they grow straight out of the mountain. So anyway, the tree grows, and that's the same way we are. Whichever way we, we grow up, that's what we're going to be. On a dry earth, rain is hoped for, and it's welcome when it comes. Spiritual knowledge teaches us that the coming of Christ to the earth is a very welcome thing to a child of God. It's a welcome thing to a child of God. I look forward to the day when, when, when I see Jesus coming upon the earth. You know, he's going to come. The Bible says, cast your eyes up on the eastern sky because he's going to come back soon. He's going to be coming back soon. And so we need to, when the gospel came to us, we were very glad for it brought forth glad tidings of good things to all who understand it. it you know, one of the greatest things ever was is when someone came and preached the gospel to me. I, I never had the gospel preached to me until I was 22 years old. Oh, yeah, I know that preacher that I went for about six months to Sunday school. I'm sure he preached it, but I, I was just a 10-year-old boy. I never listened to what he was saying. I, I, matter of fact, I thought I was waiting to get out of there if we could. As soon as, soon as, we, as, soon as I could, I wanted to get out of there. But, but he, I'm sure he preached the gospel. But it wasn't until Brother Jim Jeffries came along and preached the gospel to me is I heard, I heard, I heard, and then all of a sudden I heard it. I heard it. I heard it plain and clear what the gospel was saying. I heard it plain and clear. That's the way it is. That's with spiritual knowledge. That's what comes out. Jesus, uh, or I'm, I'm sorry, uh, in Deuteronomy 32, Moses sung a song. And here is part of the lyrics of the song that Moses sang in Deuteronomy 32. In verse 2, he says, my doctrine shall drop as the rain. My speech shall distill as the dew, as a small rain upon the, the tender herb, and as the showers upon the grass. That's Moses' song. That's, that's, that's spiritual knowledge. That's knowledge that comes to us and understanding that comes to us. Many Christian songs are written for things here upon the earth. One such, there shall be showers of blessing. This is the promise of love. There shall be seasons refresh, seasons refreshing, sent from the Savior above. What a great blessing! What a great blessing! Showers of blessing. We're not, we're not singing about rain. Well, we're not singing. We're singing about what rain does. But we're not singing about rain when we sing that. We we sing about those blessings that come down from God every day that we receive every day we live. You know we. God, God brings these blessings down upon us. Concerning God's knowledge as it is compared to human knowledge, Isaiah says, For as the heavens are higher than the earth, 
Are my ways higher than your ways? And my thoughts are your thoughts. Oh, boy. Your, God's ways is much higher than our ways. God's thoughts are much deeper than our thoughts. We, we have to depend on him. I have to depend on him every day. I depend on him to give me this message. I haven't got enough sense to get a message like this. I depend on him every day, every day, to give me the messages that I have. I pray about it. I pray about those messages, that God would give me the message that he would have me to pray. And we need to thank God daily for his revelation of spiritual truth and, and how God rains it right down upon us. He brings it down upon us every day. Every time here at church, God brings knowledge down upon us. I don't care. You can read and study this Bible all, every day. Matter of fact, I'm, let me put it like this. You can take one verse of the Bible and you can make four or five messages out of it. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing that you can do that? It amazed me. When I first started studying Charles Spurgeon, I, I was young. I've been I've been studying Charles Spurgeon for 50 years, but it it uh, it amazed me that he would just put one word up there and then preach for three hours on that one word. That one word, amazing. It's amazing what God rains down upon us if we if we look to Him. We look to Him for our spiritual knowledge. It's amazing what God will rain down upon us. It's amazing what God will teach you if, if, if you if you just listen to what God has to say. It's amazing what God will teach us. Now, I'm, I'm going to finish this message by saying, may God help all of us to understand his truths when God rains them down upon us. You, sh you, you should know the truths and you should understand. You, should, you know what's truth and what's not. I guarantee you there's not a soul in this building would not would not recognize if Brother Paul ever preached untruth. You would recognize it. You would recognize it very clearly. All right, let's be dismissed, and and I'm going to ask. Uh, uh, let's see. Let's all stand. And uh, Brother Bailey, would you dismiss?